We are all worthy, strong, and committed, and we are ready to go beyond our own limitations. Welcome back, my friends and loved ones, to the Rebel Minded Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, with my co-host, Thor, of course, and I'm here as a friend, a creator, a powerlifter, and a provocateur. And we are here to learn to question the one thing that keeps us from our best, ourselves. Join me as we dive deep to question and strengthen our communication and our vulnerability, create a healthier mind to commit to our goals, and how to give more to our lovers and the world. We're going to face the uncomfortable truths of what it means to be authentically and uniquely flawed, but awesome humans. So, let's get rebel-minded. Also, I'll bring in stories of all things powerlifting, Thor shenanigans, and probably some embarrassing mishaps. Let's do this. Welcome back to the party, freaks. Rebel-minded little freaks. You know, I kind of feel dominating. Dominatrix-ish? What? What? When I say freaks? Maybe? Like, you're my people. And uh, I feel powerful behind this mic. Deal with it. <laughs> How's everybody's week been? What goals have we hit? What ways have we been challenging ourselves? Where have we missed the mark? I'm Zach, your host of the Rebel Minded Podcast, and we're here to ask a bunch of fucking questions and get skeptical and create some independent fucking thinking, man. So, I was... Powerlifting is going great, by the way. Uh, had my first competition a few weeks ago. A little... About a month ago, maybe? And uh, it went great. Not my best numbers, but I also was not able to compete in full power because of a wrist injury for the longest time. And then I figured out that I hadn't even competed in like three years. Like, that's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It is amazing the way time can get away from you. But within that three years, I think that I definitely needed time to do some growing outside of my fitness goals, you know, because my my life used to be pretty much fitness goals. It used to be money, fitness goals, and things. And so my inside was a little bit more hollow or, you know, I had a I had a quite the shallow shell, I guess. So I think things come in waves. And I think sometimes we have to give something up in order to make progress elsewhere. And I think that we swing back and forth to find our true balance and it's only a matter of time before we stick pretty close to that balance whenever we find our mental emotional physical spiritual selves that all binds together so that's honestly what i'm hoping for you guys and as we go forward i want all these episodes to be very thought-provoking i want you to argue about it with me directly or indirectly, and tell me what you think, because this is how we create the skeptical mind. This is how we create the independent thinking that I'm talking of. And I think it's important for us to to challenge each other and have our differences and respect each other for their opinions. And if you can, if you can see to this, and if you are willing, if you're willing to take on the challenge, Go ahead and jump in with me. 
make some conversation with me. Let me know how all this stuff is hitting you. Let me know uh, how the podcast is doing. You know, subscribe and and make a review. Uh, let, help me build this into something great. And let's see how much value we can really get out of this. Because without you guys, I don't have anything to rub against. And I appreciate where everybody's been so far. But we need more. More, more, more. So to anybody that's listening, hit me up. Review the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Let's make this huge. Let's make a fucking difference. And speaking of differences, I have journeyed back and forth in my own past, and I think all of us need to do that. I think we all need to dive in a little bit and ask ourselves where we've been and what we've done and why we've done it and question what it is that we haven't done even. And I've done a lot of that myself, and there's been something growing inside the center of me. And I haven't really known what it was, but it's made me uncomfortable. Uncomfortable because of the pressure. Uncomfortable because I don't know what it means. Uncomfortable because I'm conditioned differently. And what happens is when we get so comfortable, even when we keep ourselves safe, even when we keep ourselves secure, we want to reject anything that gives us pressure, even if it's good for us. And that's part of the reason I think it's so hard to make progress is because we're so unable to take on that pressure and thinking that it's a good thing, realizing that it's a good thing. And it takes some convincing and it takes a lot of fucking practice and a lot of fucking failure. So without giving away too much, let's jump in to this episode. This is a late one, but I'm going to label it as is because I promised you guys I would. This is episode 61, The Calling for Dangerous Men. Growth is fucking amazing. It it truly, truly is. The hardest part to understand, but the point that only came to be because of time, was that the growth compounds very, very slowly. That it's hard to realize that there is any growth at all, to be honest. Personal growth isn't as simple as being educated in one subject or learning a sport. And I'm not saying those things are easy either. They're quite difficult, actually. But we usually have some metrics to follow in order to realize our progress in these things, to make a tangible note of it. If it's education, our grades and exams tell the story. If it's sport, our talent and physical conditioning tell the story. But when it comes to the whole of personal growth, It pretty much includes every aspect of our lives, just in different compartments. We can want to grow in things that show us results, sure. But growing as a human doesn't just include being successful. It doesn't just include what we can see. Growing as a human contains so much more. It's how we take care of our bodies with nutrition and exercise. It's how we understand our own personal trauma, how it makes us act, and how we can heal ourselves so that we can connect better with our true selves and others. And it also includes our ventures, our business ventures, and our adventure ventures. It includes how we see the world and what we think it means to be human. And it means building relationships with others that go beyond just having a partner just to have one and into having a partner to help each other grow and fight for our truths and create bonds that can only be understood by fuck, fucking up, loving each other, 
for our flaws and understanding one another truthfully and not burying resentment and irritations. It means getting uncomfortable. And to grow in every area of today's human experience is legitimately hard. And it takes a lifetime to do it, seriously. Because once we stop, we fall into something dark and unfulfilling. As I've grown myself, there's so much that I've realized that I desire to be. There's these primal things coming up. Deep, emotional, dangerous things. Things that have nothing to do with entrepreneurship or making money or even any of my relationships. It's something I've come to realize as a call for my own masculinity. The healthy version of my masculinity. An instinctive call to be something powerful and even archaic. Something almost from ancestry or from my blood. Who fucking knows? But to call it out for what it is. It's the suppressed raw version of my being, the raw and untampered version, the aggressive and the chaotic. My mind and body and soul are thirsting for its expression. And why? It, because it's never had its day. And honestly, this, this thing was buried so deep because of my own pain and trauma. I subconsciously found that what was safe was to bury everything that was authentic to me, as a human, even the dangerous things. Because someone else was threatening me in a way that scared me or shamed me from showing it. Someone was telling me that it was not okay. Someone was telling me that the anger and the rawness and the instinct and the aggression and the chaos was not allowed. I had been convinced like so many of us have, actually, to hide it rather than harness it. And in a lot of ways, I think it's because people fear it. Our parents fear it. Our peers fear it. Only because we haven't learned to control it yet. The world around me was, by the words of Traver Boehm, creating a civilized version of me. My people, my family, were without knowing it, caging me. Caging my emotions and my expression. I was told not to feel so many things. But how would you know? How would any boy know? The beautiful thing about life is that we are born completely human. Can you see that? Can you fathom what that might mean? With no sense of how to be? Our body and minds are reacting to the world outside and to our emotions created from that world. We are pure, uncontrolled, unconditioned until we are not. It's a reaction to every action. It's raw expression and emotion reflected back on the world from the effect it has on our, on our little bodies and our untamed psyche. And trial and error forces us to become conditioned until it fits within the confines of the world's acceptable standard. The modern and civilized world takes over eventually, doesn't it? And it does its best to mold us into what it needs us to be, with its rules and its stereotypes and so-called needs. We are molded into something that fits within the box of the desires of others. Stripped of our instinct, our free emotion, and our authenticity. Yes, there are laws of morality. There are rules and regulations that keep us safe 
as a community and give us particular guarantees of potential. And in some ways, the conditioning is what gives us communication skills, respect, understanding, grace, and empathy for the world around us and the people. But in so many ways, even the good things can tear us away from what our own characters and freshly born brains were meant to be. Because we never got to be ourselves. Because we were enticed by others to do what they've done. All in order to prove to us that success lies in following their path. The community's path. The society's path. Not our own. And our little brains play tricks on us. Without passion, passion built from curiosity and desire, we have far less courage to take on a path of our own. So we, we join tribes and groups and cliques to make us feel safe, make us feel respected, make us feel loved, and even make us feel powerful, like we can make a difference. And our ability to venture courageously into the darkness on our own to fight and triumph over our own unique challenges, those, those become numb and powerless against acceptance, comfortability, security, and persistent love given to us by this, this tribe. The question, though, is what have we given up in doing so? I'm definitely not suggesting the lone wolf method, not as an all-encompassing lifestyle. But what I am putting out there is this. Have we lost massively important aspects and characteristics of ourselves when we too swiftly adhere to the desires of others? When we're too young to think directly for ourselves and be skeptical and question and be confident and trust our own souls? When we look for inclusion and acceptance from our peers and loved ones before we look for it from ourselves? To me, I think there's something insanely powerful about what we do within our own minds and how we act these out. But we've learned to distrust it, to trust the outside world more than we trust our own brains, more than we trust our own unique ways of doing things, more than we trust our instincts. I think there is something that will give us the ability to feel less caged, less controlled, less tamed. I think that we can reclaim some of our passion, our primality, and our savagery, and control and direct and drive it into balance with our modernized minds and bodies. There is a breed of man that has undergone the taming that I speak of. Men that have been intimidated into being overly accommodating pushovers. Men that as boys were overpowered and threatened into silence and compliance. Some fought back and won, and some didn't win. A lot didn't win, and some didn't fight at all. These men have been molded into a piece of something rather than a whole. They've been given opportunity to grow, but only by the rules and regulations expected of them to follow. And I know this because I am one. I'm recovering. I'm in my 30s recovering from this. And as I reclaim my confidence and build a mindset that questions everything, I break a little bit of that old mold that was never my own. You know what infuriates me? It infuriates me to know that my own father suppressed me 
that he told me how to be and what to do, that he stole my freedom from me, not physical freedom, but emotional and expressive freedom. Anything that crossed his lines of control meant striking fear into my little soul. But what infuriates me most is that I let it happen to me, that as a boy, I didn't show any challenge, that I had feared so much that I would cower, the same cowering that I've done up until today, that I had expectations of my mom to protect me, that I never even gave him something to think about, and that I grew into manhood as the same boy that did more for others more than I did for myself. And it took me 30 years of life before standing up to my own father and telling him who I was, what I believed in, and that he's no longer allowed to control any of me. And you know what? He still can't let go of that control. And as much as it brings more and more distance between us, I have no control over what he tries to control. But I have control over my boundaries and my life and my decisions, and that is freedom, my friends. And here is the beginning of our power. To any of you that can relate to my story, to any of you that can feel what I feel, to all the men that are feeling less than, to all of you that have felt internally on fire and suppressed for following someone else's rules, for being everything to every soul, as if you will eventually be rewarded for your selflessness. To all of you that have suppressed so much of yourselves for the sake of not harming another, for fear of harming their character, their emotions, their connection with you. The men that fear losing everyone else and the men that fear that they will turn into something evil. Listen up. You've forgotten one thing in all of this how much you're hurting yourself. How much you're hurting yourself. Not just today, but all of your future. I want you to feel it. Feel these words. Repeat them. Understand them. Be infuriated by them. You are constantly dissolving who you are. With every constraint, With every lie you make to keep the peace, with every dishonesty you make to yourself by becoming a doormat to the people around you, you are being a man that cannot be a savior, a protector, an influence, or a leader. Not to you and not to anyone else. No man can be at his greatest without also being dangerous, without knowing balance. And being dangerous has more good than what you might think. We're only afraid of dangerous because we were threatened by dangerous. It's how we claim it and how we use it that matters. Jordan Peterson said, A harmless man is not a good man. A harmless man is like a rabbit. A good man is a dangerous man who has it under voluntary control. Guys, One of the greatest things I've ever learned is that we do ourselves disservice and we take away our ability to be leaders when we suppress parts of ourselves, even the dangerous side of ourselves, especially the part of ourselves that provides grit and fortitude 
and to be a worthy adversary. We are no good to the world as passive, unthreatening, accommodating beings. To be these things all the time is to be one-dimensional, to be weak and uninfluential. It means to be easily steered by the world rather than ourselves. It means to be without control. We are in need of something that we have forgotten. We are in need of our anger, of our tactics, our aggression, our skepticism, our ability to challenge, and our potential lethality. We need to answer our own souls and the basic instinct to protect and serve what we are and our people. Without it, we are of no use. Let me tell you, I've spent my whole life being kind, being sweet and giving and non-threatening and answering the call of the consumerist world. I've reached out to be the keeper of peace, the counselor, and the diffuser, and it's left me powerless, demagnetized, and unattractive. I'm so conditioned to these that even in my fear to let go of them, I can keep them. As long as I bring them into balance with my dangerous side, my masculine side, my healthy masculine side. I've been missing the ability to protect myself physically, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. And so many of us have. And in whatever way you can muster, it's time to take an assessment of ourselves. Ask yourself, am I capable of protecting myself? Am I in control? Am I independent? Am I able to create change? Can I be powerful, not just physically or professionally, but emotionally, spiritually? Can I be powerful in my presence? Can others feel safe around me? Can I feel confident enough to express myself unapologetically? Can I be confident in serving and protecting others? And when you ask yourself these things, if there's a no, then how do you answer it? Does it mean becoming skilled in hand-to-hand combat? Does it mean reading and writing to understand yourself better and communicating more clearly and influentially? Does it mean speaking to people and asking for things, even when you're uncomfortable, in order to find your most authentic voice and to meet your needs and to find how to be completely honest with others and your intentions? If you're hesitant, realize this, because I was hesitant too. The ability to be dangerous is not the same as being a danger. Also words said by Peterson, this is not mutiny. It's not chaos and pillaging and ransacking. It's not bitterness and resentment and pain. For us to be dangerous, it means we are capable. It means we can stand unwavering when we are called upon or when evil strikes fear into the ones who cannot protect themselves. First and foremost, Become strong physically. This does not mean you have to become a killer. This doesn't even mean jumping into a sport or combat. It means to know your body, know how to strengthen it and know its capabilities, to have confidence in it and how to use it. But I do think sport, competition, and combat training creates an edge that definitely cannot be ignored. Build yourself. Become strong mentally. Find the books the podcasts, the journals, the voices of men before you in history and now that you respect and honor. And this does not mean blood is thicker than water, by the way. Not for all of us. 
know this. Blood may be the toxicity that stunts your ability and your growth. Regardless of relations, don't let anyone who has been majority of your life conditioning you fool you about who you are and what you're capable of. Think for yourself. Think critically. Be a skeptic and speak your mind. Not to silence anyone, but to keep from silencing yourself. Become strong emotionally and spiritually. Fuck the stereotype of emotionless, lone wolf machismo men. Real men know. They feel, and they understand their emotions and their connection to nature and other people. We don't make it through this world alone. No vulnerability, no communication, and know your fucking mission or purpose in this life. Become a damn strong communicator. People are success. That is success. So whatever you decide to do with your life, know how to speak to others, how to give to them, and how to give and get respect. Know that you are flawed, that they are flawed, and together we are stronger. Men, we need to learn to become dangerous. Not to be a danger to others, but to be capable of being dangerous when it calls for it. When evil threatens your existence, your people, or your way of life. Find other men that make you feel free. That make you feel challenged and who you respect. I guarantee all of them have a hardness to them, a piece of something that will make you better. They are men that are capable of being dangerous. They are men that practice all of the things that make them dangerous. Dangerous with their hands, their minds, and their goals. The idea is to be well-rounded men. And to do that, we cannot be pacifists. We need to become the dangerous men that have it under voluntary control. Stay strong and stay rebel-minded. Question the fuck out of everything. This is your host, Zach. Out. Here we are again. At the end. I'm starting to tear up a little bit. And I just want you to know that I'm going to miss you. And I appreciate you. And I love you. And I hope that whatever you're after, you keep fighting for it. Your experience is uniquely your own, and so that means so are the challenges that you face. Stay strong, and don't let anyone diminish who you are or what you dream of being. As your friend and fellow flawed human, stay rebel-minded, my friends. Until next time.